Amen. Amen. Thankful for young people and their participation in the service. It's always a blessing, and I thank the Lord for each and every one that sings, plays, whatever it is that you do. It's always a blessing, and I thank the Lord for you. If you would, I'd like to open your Bibles to the book of Matthew in chapter 2. Matthew in chapter 2. Tonight we have this message that I pray will be a blessing, but I also pray that it will be something that will open the eyes of those that are sitting in darkness even now. As a matter of fact, the Bible teaches us that Jesus came, He came to give light to those that sat in darkness, the regions of darkness. And I'm praying tonight that the Lord will open your eyes to your own special need. In Matthew in chapter 2, the Bible states in verse 1 down through verse 12, we see the visit of the wise men who came as they saw the star. Now I want you to know again and what the star represents and what it represented even then. It was light. They saw a great light. And this is one thing that I want you to really grasp a hold of today because it's, it's more than just any other star in the sky. I believe this was a special star. The Bible states in verse 10 or, or verse number two, excuse me, that they saw his star. It makes it a particular star. You know, I've heard uh, some different commentaries on this. I heard a, a message the other day that talked about, even today they, they say that star was, is still in the night sky, but I still believe this was a special star. I still believe this was a star that really points to the Savior Himself. The Bible says in verse 1, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east. And are come to worship him. And when Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah are not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. See, it tells me again that this was a specific star. A special star that just appeared in the eastern sky. Verse 8 says, And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. 
And when ye have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. And when they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. I want to bring a message tonight just simply entitled, The Light of the World. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, tonight as we bow before you, we thank you for the day which you've given us. We thank you, dear God, that we have the privilege of being able to gather as your children. Lord, as we reaccount the birth of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we come tonight to worship. Just as the wise men of old did, they came and they worshipped this child, Jesus Today we worship thy Son, Jesus Christ, the Redeemer. Lord, I pray that you will open the eyes of the blind. You will cause the light to shine in their darkness. And Father, they may come into that light. Draw them, dear God, unto thyself. And Lord, may you save the soul that's in this house who does not know you. Father, for those of us who are already saved by your marvelous grace, let us remember the very moment when the light sprang up out of darkness, when that change had a miraculous work in our own hearts. Lord, today we praise you for your great salvation. We praise you, dear, dear God, for the light that you shone in our very dim darkness. Watch over us now. Lord, again, rejoice our hearts. May we come to this house tonight with this thought in mind that tonight the Redeemer has promised to be with us. Lord, I pray that you'll bless us. Encourage us tonight. Lord, we pray for the sick that you would lift them up and you would heal them. Lord, give them all the strength and the healing that their bodies stand in need of. And Father, forgive us our sin. In Jesus Christ's name, and amen. Emmanuel, as we gather tonight for worship and praise, we consider the scripture that is before us. Particularly, we wish to spend some time on verse 2 and verse 10. The two phrases that are mentioned there, for we have seen his star... And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. These two phrases are all too often overlooked. They're never really investigated any deeper than what's on the, on the written page. But when you think about the fact that they saw his star, It makes mention of the fact that when they saw that star, that they were exceeding joyful. 
Folks, I'll tell you tonight, this is a special, a special reference to the light that came into the world that night. The light being Jesus Christ Himself. So first of all tonight, I want you to realize it was His star that they saw. It wasn't any other star in the galaxy that they, that they recognized. It wasn't a pattern of lights in the sky that they thought was peculiar. This one star in particular, they said was His star. They knew without a shadow of a doubt that this was the star that showed where Jesus Christ was. This was the light that had come into the world that very night. I mean, I'm think about this now. You know, just prior, as you go back and you saw the shepherds when Jesus Christ was born, this is a little bit, this is a little bit later. This is a time when the wise men came. This is a different scene altogether. And yet, this star, the Bible speaks of the fact that it was there this whole time during the time of the birth and up to the time when the wise men came to visit. It was his star. This is a reflection of the light which came into the world that night. It is the announcement of the arrival of the true light that lighteth every man, the Bible says. As a matter of fact, in John chapter 1, we see something here that I believe is very interesting as far as the light is concerned. In verse 1, the Bible says of the gospel of John in chapter 1, in the beginning was the world... In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. That's the reason, one of the things I want you to realize is that where there's light, darkness is dispelled. It's, it's an automatic. That's just like what happens to us in our salvation when we're saved by the grace of God. Listen, that, that doom and darkness of the lost sinner is gone because he takes his abode with us and that light shines in our hearts. The Bible goes on to say he was not that light. Speaking about the witness, John, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was, he was in the world, and the world was made by him. The world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. You know, back in Isaiah in chapter 49, again we see this thing concerning the light. In Isaiah 49 and verse 6, the Bible says, and he said, It is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel. And I will also give thee for a light 
to the Gentiles, that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. Folks, I want you to think about what a special, special time and place that this was. When the wise men saw his star, they saw the light that was pointing to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came as the true light. And God even had his own creation to bear witness of that very fact that Jesus had come as the light of the world. Now secondly, I want you to think about this. Why did he come bearing light? Again in Isaiah 49, 6, the one thing that I want you to realize, we know he came unto his own. We know he came to save those of his own household. But he also came for us Gentiles. He also bare the light to us Gentiles. He also made a witness. And, he, and the witness in the light that he bare witness of was a true salvation, a real salvation to those who would come unto him. He said, and I will also give thee for light to the Gentiles. In Isaiah in 49 in verse 6. In Isaiah in chapter 60 again, we see a reference to this light that we're dealing with here in verse 1 through 3. The future glory of, of Zion is here. It says, Arise, shine, for the light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee, and the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Kind of takes you back, doesn't it, to these wise men. How, you know, we sing the songs, we sing, we hear the song often sing, uh, uh, the three kings of Orient, how they came to praise and worship the Savior of men. Kind of goes along with this scripture here in chapter 60 of the book of Isaiah. In verse 3 it says, And the Gentiles shall come to thy light. You know, Paul had made mention of the fact that he went to the Jew, but they wouldn't hear him. So he said, From henceforth I'm going to go to the Gentiles. You know what he preached? The light of Jesus. He preached the light of Jesus who would come and, and light the darkness in salvation. Turn with me, if you will, to Acts in chapter 13 for just a little bit. Acts in chapter 13, I want to begin reading at verse 44 here. Notice what it says here now. We'll read down through verse 49. The Bible says in verse 44, And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said it was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But seeing you put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy 
of everlasting life. Lo, we turn to the Gentiles. You see, that light that came into the world, it was shown unto us that are saved tonight. If you're here and you're saved by the grace of God tonight, it's because the light shone and arised in your dark heart. The Bible says, For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. That means that comes right down to you and I today. And it'll keep coming down until the Lord Tear, you know, unless the Lord tears his coming, it'll keep coming to the end of the age. It says, and when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. Folks, I'll tell you tonight, uh, you know, there are there are special phrases in the Word of God that should grab a hold of your heart. It's the fact that they saw His star and made it special. It was a star that shone particularly for Jesus Christ. John 17 and verse 20 talks about those who would come. That's you and I. His light comes to shine in darkness for those who would come unto Him. You can go to the book of Numbers in 24, Matthew 1, Isaiah 42, Acts 26, and all these scriptures have to deal with the light of Jesus. All the way back to Numbers, it talks about the light. That true light. That special light. You see, you, they wouldn't have been able to see that star had there not been a great light shining on it. The reflection of the light that shined to lead them to the Savior was just like we have today. The light of the Word of God shines in our hearts. Had it not been for that special star, that star that they called His star, Again, this is not just a regular run-of-the-mill star in the sky, I don't believe. But lastly, I want you to think about this. Who did he come to bear light for? So that we may rejoice with exceeding great joy. The salvation which the true light produces is one which provides the receiver immense joy, which actually is not even able to be measured. Matthew chapter 2 and verse 10 again. The Bible says here, When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. With exceeding grace. He came to bear his light. You know, you go back to the book of John, 
And there you see something I feel is, is very powerful. There's something that I want you to get a hold of here because I think it's necessary. What the, what the Bible was saying here. If I can find my, my scripture. I know where I'm going. John chapter 3. The Bible says here in John chapter 3, in verse 19, you know, I believe there were many people that would have saw that light that night. And I believe there are many people who just turned away from that light. Just like they do when the gospel is preached today, many people turn away from it. The gospel is the light that will give salvation. The gospel is that light that bears witness of a Savior. And this is the condemnation. This is what condemns men today. That light is come into the world. Light came into the world. You know, you go back and you think about that day. From the day that Jesus Christ was born to the day that the wise men came to bear gifts. You think about that light that they saw and they followed. As a matter of fact, the Bible says the light went before them until they came to where he was. It, it was a special light. And it came too. And, and this, is, this is what I want you to realize tonight that if you're here and you don't know the Lord's your Savior and you've heard the gospel, the, the glorious truth of salvation from, from time to time, you've heard the way of hope. You've seen the light through the Word of God. But how often has it been that you've turned away from that light just to walk Another hour in darkness. The Bible says, and this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. His coming and bearing his light is the very ground for our joy. It was and even is today the reason for joy when we read of it in our text. We go back to the book of Hebrews in chapter 12 and there we see that there was a great cloud of witnesses. It says, wherefore, in verse 1 of Hebrews 12, wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with a great, so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking Unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, 
who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. You see, that there reminds us. The witnesses remind us. The fact that we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses that have gone before. Matthew 25, verses 21 and 23 speaks of the faithful to him who came with great light. He says, enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. You see, the light that we have been given should rejoice our hearts tonight. So oftentimes, during this season of celebration that's supposed to be, that it seems that so many have lost the true meaning of what real joy is about. Real joy doesn't come by always getting. Real joy comes when we're giving. Real joy comes when we have received that special gift from heaven, the gift of Jesus Christ, the greatest gift ever given. The Bible says in John 3.16 that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. There's the gift that He gave. Sometimes, you know, we do get lost in all the hustle and bustle of the season. Running to and fro and trying our best to get the perfect gift. Listen, you're never going to give the perfect gift because it was already given. Jesus Christ has already been given. There's the perfect gift. God gave him that you and I might have exceeding great joy. You'll have exceeding great joy when you realize what you've been saved from. When you see that home in heaven one day, there's been many folks, Brother Jim and I was talking a moment ago about so many that have passed into the next life this year. Many that are saved by the grace of God have received the end of their faith, their home in heaven. They are even now around the throne of God with exceeding great joy. All because of that light that shone in our darkness. Friend, I don't know about you. But when I look up and I see the night sky. And I see a bright star. I often think about that star that the, the wise men saw. But I dare say that the star they saw shined a lot brighter than the skies above our heads. The Savior was announced by His very creation that He was here. That's what the light was doing. God allowed the very creation to bear witness of the Creator that He had come to save men's souls. 
Come to the light tonight. Come to that light. You say, well, how, how do I do that? It's just as simple as what was told to the Philippian jailer. Believe. Believe and thou shalt be saved. That's what happens on salvation. The light is finally illuminated in thy life and you see what you really are. I pray tonight that God will help you to see exactly what you need to see. I'm praying that the light of Jesus will fill your hearts and souls this year. As we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, and you know, I know I've been told, well, the Lord, the Word doesn't tell you to celebrate the birth of Christ. I fiddlesticks. I thank God that He came. Amen. I'm going to celebrate the fact that He did come as a virgin-born babe. Because without that, I wouldn't have any salvation. May God help us to rejoice. Let's all stand, please. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, tonight as we bow before your throne, we do so with thankful hearts. We thank you, dear God, that you guided the wise men with a special star. It was a star of thy son. And that's that brightness and that bright light that Jesus bears witness of is still in this world today. And Jesus is still the light that men need to come to. And Lord, I pray today that you will lead lost sinners just like you did these wise men. How you led them by the light to the light. Lord, I pray that you will save souls this evening. I ask, Lord, that you forgive us our sin. In Jesus Christ's name. And amen. Have our song leader and our pianist to come.